This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're on Joy 94.9 on your Tuesday Drive show. Now, on the phone all the way from the UK, we have the lady that currently has the number one album in the UK. Welcome, Ella Henderson. Hello. Congratulations, first of all, on the number one album. What a great achievement. I want to know, what did you do to celebrate? Oh, thank you so much. To be honest, I just wanted to do something normal. I didn't want to go out. I wanted to stay in. So I ended up staying in, having a Thai takeaway to celebrate. Nice. And a bottle of champagne. And did you have anybody celebrate with you? Were um, your family yeah. there? Yeah, I had my family, my friends, and um, yeah, it was just really nice to just have something small. You know, I constantly am surrounded by people all the time, so I just wanted to get an early night. I never get the chance to have one of those <laughs> lately. Now, let's go back a couple of years. You finished six on the X Factor UK. What did you learn about the music industry from being on the show? Oh, gosh, I think pretty much a little bit of everything. I mean, when you're on that show, you're literally, you know, in this bubble and you can't describe it unless you've experienced it. Um, but I probably experienced every kind of emotion there is out there during the period of that show. You know, you have your ups, your downs, and thank God I had my family surrounding me because they were like my support system on it. But um, you learn so much. I think my confidence built yeah. a lot. You know, going out and singing in front of that many people every week was a big thing to do at the age of 16. Um, Absolutely. You know, it kind of sets you up and gives you a taster. Yeah, definitely. And do you think then that it was a bit of a blessing in disguise that you didn't win? Oh, yeah, I'm a massive believer in fate. So, um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't change anything that's happened in the past, you know. I think yeah. probably one of the best things that ever happened to me was coming off the show the time I did. Without coming off at that time, I wouldn't have been given the time to really focus on myself and get this album right in the way I wanted it to be. Well, that's, that's one thing I wanted to mention because when you're on a show like that, you, you are kind of in a bubble and you're told by the record companies and the publicists what to do and how to act and how to sing. But you're very keen to have your own creative control over all aspects of your music and your image. So now that you've had a couple of single releases and the album's now out, looking back, are you happy with how it's all gone and how you've been portrayed? Yeah, I mean, you know, from day one, all I've wanted everything to be is just from me and comfortable. I have to be myself and be honest. Um, and that's all I've done, whether it's through my music, through my videos. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm really happy at the moment, you know. It's kind of high after high, and the positivity and the support and the reaction around all my music at the moment, especially back at home, it's just very surreal. It's great. It's really great. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's obviously, you know, surreal being, you know, you've got a number one album, you know, you came off The X Factor, and you're doing so well for yourself. Do you Do you read about yourself you know, in, in the papers, or do you have sage advice from your peers that are just like, nah, don't worry about it? Oh, no, I don't read anything. I don't read into anything. Good. I just get on with what, what I'm here to do, just focus on my music, performing and travelling. And I mean, at the moment, I'm up at 4am and I have like, I just, sometimes I don't finish till midnight, so the chance of me picking up a magazine <laughs> and reading it about myself is very minimal, but... Um, Hey, let's come. Let's come back to the um, the first single, Ghost, um, went two times platinum here in Australia. We've been playing it on Joy for months, and it was one of the fastest selling um, singles in the UK this year. What made you choose that as the first track to release? Why, did, of all the tracks on the album, did that one stand out? I guess it was one of the last tracks I wrote for the album, and I guess Ryan Tedder and I we had a really strong connection in the studios. When we met, it was almost like we were two old friends that had um, been reunited. 
Yeah, I can't describe it, but when we started writing the song Ghost, I immediately knew I wanted it to be my first single. You just have a gut instinct. And a lot of people have been telling me throughout, um, you know, the last two years is when you'll know when it's the song. You'll know yeah. when it hits you. And for me, that this was that song, you know. I, I was just proud of it, and I loved it, and I listened to it all the time. But, um, you know, it didn't matter where it kind of sat in the charts. For me, it was just about making sure that it was something that was coming from me. You're on Joy 94.9, your Tuesday drive show with Harry and Jono, and we're very excited here in the studio because on the phone <laughs> from the UK, we have got the absolutely lovely Ali Henderson. Now, we are celebrating, and you're celebrating, because your debut album, uh, Chapter One, is number one in the UK at the moment. I just wondered, when you set out to make this record, what was the concept that you have in, did you had in mind? Like, And has the re- record remained true to your original idea? Yeah, well, you know, when I sat down to write this album, I think I knew everything that I didn't want it to be, and I think ultimately I just knew I wanted it to come from the heart, and, you know, the way I write naturally anyway is through my mood swings and my thoughts, um, so everything's very much like an open diary. I mean, lyrically, it's the most personal and descriptive I've ever, and it's probably the most I've ever let myself go. So that's kind of nerve-wracking and, you know, exciting at the same time, because that's music that's going out there. And I think as long as I stuck with that and I felt like everything represented me, then that's all I wanted it to be, really. But there was no set rules or guides to it. I think, considering this is my first album process, I really wanted to have the time to experiment yeah. in the studio, because this is my opportunity to. So if you had if you've had a lot of um, freedom and it comes you know writing comes from obviously your mood swings, will your friends and family be looking through the lyrics trying to find hidden messages written about themselves? <laughs> um, I think it's strange for my mom, for my mum and dad you know to hear um, songs that are really come from the heart and about my personal life because you know you never tell your mum and dad everything that's going on in your life. No. Um, and yeah, sometimes they want to know who the hidden hidden person is or who it's about and who my first crush is and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I just say what I want through my lyrics and then it stops there. <laughs> yeah, it can be a risky little business uh, writing an album like an open diary, I suppose, <laughs> to your parents. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. to finish to finish off, we got some quick-fire questions that we'd just like to, to shoot at you, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, what's your favourite type of cheese? I don't really like cheese. I'm not a dairy person. Oh. I'm not really meant to have dairy, so okay. yeah, probably no cheese for me. <laughs> no cheese. Which song from the album are you most excited to perform live? I love performing Mirror Man. Mirror Man's one of my favourite tracks to perform live, especially with the band. It's just such a it's just such a soulful, gritty song, and it's got a lot of attitude to it. And the boys love playing that one with me when we do a live set. So yeah, I'd say Mirror Man. And would you rather hold a snake or a spider? Oh. I don't know. I don't like either. <laughs> I don't mind. It depends how, how big the spider. Yep. I like the baby spiders, but if it's like the size of a tarantula, I wouldn't like that one. Yeah, I don't like them either. I wouldn't want to hold either. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, what was the last CD you bought? Probably the Sam Smith album was the last hard copy album I bought. Oh, nice. That's nice. a good choice. Uh, finally, Ella, do you actually believe yeah. in? Do you actually believe in ghosts? Um, I like to say I do so then one doesn't come and haunt me (laughs) (laughs) that's good odds hey it it has been absolutely great talking to you today thank you for joining us on Joy 94.9 and we hope to see you back down in Australia maybe sometime next year with a full tour yeah absolutely I can't wait to come back and see you guys this Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9 support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation. 
joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.